The Finn and Mark Show is a subsidiary of Finn and Mark Limited, which is itself a subsidiary of Finn and Mark Incorporated. Finn and Mark Incorporated accepts no responsibilities for the words spoken or actions taken by the hosts of the Finn and Mark Show, Finn and Mark. Any accidents, births, or deaths which may result from listening to the Finn and Mark Show are wholly the responsibility of the listener. Welcome to the Finn and Mark Show with your hosts, Finn and Mark. Hello, welcome to episode 8 of the Finn and Mark Show podcast. I'm Mark, and this is Finn. Good lad, okay. Folks, thanks for all, uh, all, all your emails and, um, and voice messages. It's great to hear from so many of you. Um, and thank you for listening. It's a pleasure to have, to have all you guys on board. One of the topics that keeps coming up is feeding. So we're going to have a quick little uh, talk about feeding. And if we have time, we'll also talk about nappy changes um, afterwards. So feeding Finn. So really, for the first year, it was we were giving him formula. Um, formula was kind of the main. Well, actually, for the first six months, formula was really all all that we fed him. And once he was six months old, we started pureeing food. So we puree the food that we were going to eat, like uh, so it could be vegetables, meat, uh, carbohydrates. We puree that, and we'd still give him plenty of formula. Um, from six months to one year. From one year on, we have been we uh, we've reduced the amount of formula. Now, we haven't uh, completely gotten rid of it, but we've reduced it a lot. I mean, we still give uh, Finn formula when he first wakes up in the morning and last thing at night. And the odd time, we'll give him one in the middle of the day. Usually, it'll be if he's woken up from a nap and he's in a really, really uh, bad mood or he's very upset. Um, formula can be the trick that, uh, that gets him over that. In terms of the kind of food that we've been giving him, so six, since six months of age, we've been trying to vary his diet as much as we can without, without you know, giving him something too wacky. So, um, so for example, we wouldn't give him any spicy food. Um, so we vary his diet with like fruits like banana, pear, strawberries, blueberries, peaches, apple, um, as many different things as as we can find in our local supermarket. You know, that's what that's uh, uh that makes sense to get. Um, vegetables like cucumbers, spinach, peas broccoli uh there's lots of different there's i mean there's so many different things uh that we can feed to them these days we we try to especially in the evening we try to feed them uh, whatever it is that we're eating as long as it's not something spicy or it's not something greasy like uh, like takeaway food um we like to feed them what, what we're eating and that works sometimes not other times um and when it doesn't work, we have to give him something like a, well, a fail-safe snack really is uh, breadsticks um, and cheese strings. They seem to work every time, but we don't want him to be only eating breadsticks and cheese strings, of course. So we, we do that as minimally as we can. You all right there, buddy? Yeah, you're okay. Um. So yeah, so to give you to give you an example of a typical day, so Finn is um, Finn's about seventeen months old now. Um, for breakfast, we would give him first of all right after we wake him up and change his nappy, we'd give him a formula bottle. Then about an hour later, we'd just give him some brown bread with, with cheese on it. Hey, Finn, what's going on? 
what's going on? Um, and then I try to give him like pear or peach or kiwi. The, at the moment, in the last week or two, he's kind of he's rejecting the uh, the fruit part of that. So we need to get we need to get back onto that. For lunch, we would um, my wife would make some food for him, or we give him a food pouch. You know, one of those organic uh, food pouches you can get in the supermarket for like a euro or euro or two, um, and some fruit, and then maybe a bread stick, uh, bread stick or a cheese string if he's still a bit hungry. Uh, and then dinner, it's uh, as I mentioned, we will give him kind of whatever we're eating. And try to give him as much as we can. If we're concerned that he might not get a good night's sleep, like for example, if he's napped a lot during the day, and um, we would try to get a bit of meat into him, so a bit of ham or beef or something, um, preferably something that's not processed, so like beef or fish or chicken that, that we were eating. Um, if we're stuck, we'll give him a bit of um, a bit of a ham slice, but we don't really want to do that too much because it's processed. Um, and then right after that, we'd uh, change his nappy and give him his. Uh, his last formula bottle of the day and uh then it's uh brush the teeth and bedtime for uh for mr finn um now alongside everything i described there we do try to give him as much water as we can so we have a we have a couple of water bottles and we encourage him to to drink the water whenever he wants to so he does drink throughout the day um and uh yeah that's about it that's about it is there anything else Phil, that i'm missing there am i missing something there finn Hmm? So folks, how do you feed your baby or toddler? Are you doing anything that's different from the mainstream or different from us? Are you giving your child any unusual food uh, for someone of their age? We'd love to hear from you folks. Finn and Mark at ProtonMail.com. That's Finn and Mark at ProtonMail.com. Um, yeah, so get in touch if you have any, anything to add to, uh, to feeding. Nappy changes. How do we do nappy changes? So, didn't think this was going to be a topic, but we've had a few people email us about this, and uh, I guess we, um, I guess we should cover it. So, how do we do nappy changes? Well, we try to change Finn's nappy before each feed, and also uh, we'd always change it before bedtime. We also change his nappy first thing in the morning when he uh, when he wakes up. And we also try to change the nappy just before we leave our home, if we're going to go out uh, for a walk or to visit friends. Really, the main reason is well, we don't, we don't want to be in discomfort when we're out of when we're out for for several hours, but also it's a bit of a pain in the ass to change the nappy when we're not at home. Uh, obviously, if we need to, we will, of course, but um, if we can avoid it, we do. PP nappies they can be easily changed by just one of us. They're really uh, very simple. Poopy nappies can be uh, can be a bit more complicated. Poopy nappies used to be a simpler thing up until Finn was about nine months old. Since then, he's been reaching down to his nappy area when we remove his nappy uh, with his little paws, and this has complicated our poopy nappy changes. As if you just try to imagine what's what what can potentially happen there, that has happened a number of times, so it can get a bit messy. Therefore. If possible, we make poopy nappy changes a two-person job. So my role would usually be just to hold his arms uh, and distract him with my silly dad humor. Uh, my wife does all the real work. Fair play to her. She's a brave, brave woman. Products? Well, we use a thing called Walida Nappy Cream, which is uh, in like a health food shop. 
and it's very, very gentle on, uh, on your baby foot. And it, it basically means if you use it from time to time, maybe not every single day, but you use it from time to time, it just reduces the chance of your baby getting a rash. If Finn actually has a rash, we're going to use pseudocrine because pseudocrine is it's not quite as um, organic or gentle, but it's really, really effective at, um, at clearing up a rash. So for that reason, uh, we would use uh, we would use pseudocrine. If there's a particularly bad rash, there's a product called Bepanthin, which we keep in the fridge. I just opened the fridge there to take a look to because I keep forgetting what the word is. Bepanthin. We keep that in the fridge. And if he's got a particularly bad rash, hey, Finn, it's okay. We're nearly finished now. We're nearly finished. If it's particularly bad, it'll because it'll be cold. And it'll give it'll give him a lot of relief um, if he has a bad rash. For nappies, look, everyone's got got their own ideas about which nappies are best. We find Pampers are great, but they're a bit expensive. They're a bit overpriced, um, but we do use them. Um, but we also use um, Aldi's brand of nappy, uh, Mamia, which cost about a, a quarter of the price of Pampers, and they, I'd say they're ninety-five percent as good um, as Pampers nappies. For baby wipes, we use Mamia again. That's Aldi's Aldi's um, Aldi supermarket. Their brand of uh, baby wipes. How do you guys handle nappy changes? Do you have any tips for Finn and Mark? Is there something that my wife and I are missing in terms in terms of nappy changes? Please, folks, get in touch with us. Finn and Mark at protonmail.com. Folks, thank you so much for listening. It's been a pleasure to uh, it's been a pleasure to record this podcast for you guys today, and. Um, we will see you all next week for episode 9.